Have you ever thought about renting a place in Paris? Well, she has. That's Dr. C. She's here. She's going to tell us all about her rental experience in Paris. And we can learn some stuff from this to see how it differs from our local market. She's going to tell us all about that and more. So thanks for joining us. Yeah. Hi, everyone. All right. So let's kind of talk through in general. How many places have you rented? So as a student, you yeah. got to rent different places. Mm -hmm. So just talk about maybe how many places you've rented. Um, so far, I've rented like uh, three apartments. Three apartments? Um, one alone. Mm -hmm. One with a roommate. Mm -hmm. um, in which I changed um, twice roommates, three times. Yeah. And then uh, one with Tanner. Okay. Tanner. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So what we'll do is quickly talk through them and see how it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. One of the first things that shocked me is how you can quickly get out of a lease. Yeah. Okay. Um, so talk about that. So that's like really specific to Paris where I was because mm -hmm. so um, normally in France in, in general, you have to uh, give a three months notice mm -hmm. to uh, the owner or the agency with which you're dealing with so that you can go out of the apartment. But Paris is uh, special because there's a lot of demand. Mm -hmm. And so um, because there's a lot of demand, they, they made it one month okay. because they know the owners is are going to be able to um, find somebody like usually within like days or uh, a week. So imagine that, that you just uh, like move out and you're like, I'm done here. See ya suckers. And 30 days later, yeah, you no, kind of move on. That's really helpful even for uh, the renters mm -hmm. um, because usually, uh, so I think it's also something for the renters because if you want to move out, uh, from your apartment in another apartment in Paris, um, usually because of that, uh, if you like go really fast with it, uh, you can find an apartment within a week. Mm -hmm. And you are afraid to like get rid of your last apartment before you know you have another one because you don't want to be in the street or like going back to your parents that are maybe like yeah, no one wants to live in the street. <laughs> No, like that's a bad option. Talk well, like, about bad options. I, I said living in the street, but that's kind of harsh. Uh, like living at a friend or... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's really usually nice to have that. Um, but yeah, one month, one month it is in Paris because the demand is really high. Very good. So you moved around a little bit. And part of that is for various reasons, but you were a student, mm -hmm. right? When you were doing this. And there's a lot of great places for students to live there, right? There's they're education yeah. based. So maybe talk about just education because you didn't specifically live in Paris. Yes, I did. Uh, no, when you were growing up. Oh no. no and no. then, but you moved to Paris for school. You live kind of close, so just describe mm -hmm. kind of that. Well, um, I was my parents live in the suburb, kind of what we're yeah. doing right now with Dallas. Um, so first, on my first years of undergraduate, I was at my grandparents, which were a little bit closer than my parents to Paris. So it was fine. It was like, just like the train and uh, a metro after, but it just kind of adds up. And so at the end I was like, 
I would like an apartment in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would too. <laughs> so and then it was like it's just more easier and you get mm-hmm. to live the Paris life, so it's nice. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, I I was after having a first apartment alone, and then I was like, it's too lonely. Let's have a roommate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so now maybe talk just a little bit about how the schools are there because there's interesting setups there right yeah as far as where the schools are specifically located Mm -hmm. and uh you know then the internationalness of like where tanner was for example to start with yeah so in paris you have um several universities so basically you're gonna have uh almost like one university per um i don't know how you'd say that like you have different um, it's Paris is separated in different um, neighborhood, I would say. Um, and then, so you have a university that is named as a function of the number of the neighborhood. And uh, it's not like in the US where you have those big, huge universities, and then you have a lot of places to have like uh, green and uh, big buildings, and it's all together. Usually in in France, and um, my experience in Paris is that you have several buildings that are separated, and they're like maybe like uh, within the same um, neighborhood, mm-hmm. but are going to be in different streets. Mm-hmm. Um, so only one university uh, that I knew was just like a big one, the one that I was doing my PhD in um and so yeah that's different and then Mm -hmm. tanner was in uh housing for students uh so it's a cheaper housing it's it was originally made for foreigners that are coming to study uh in paris and it's a really nice place because it's kind of like i guess it's because like one of the first buildings was uh an american one Mm -hmm. Uh, it was kind of built in in like the standard of like the U.S. standard where you have really big, huge buildings and everything together. So it's like a really huge place with gardens in the middle and a lot of place. And uh, but now nowadays now even French students French students can uh, live there. It's just a little bit cheaper. Yeah. So how that ended up working out is there was I I think this is maybe a post war thing. Mm-hmm. for education to encourage education in Paris by foreigners. And the housing specifically for foreigners is there was a kind of a building set up like a dormitory for each country to send their people there. Mm-hmm. So the U.S. has one there and it feels like a college campus that we would traditionally know in the U.S. Yeah. where the dorms are. And there's a park across and then, but each, not all the countries, but there's a lot of countries that have their own building Mm -hmm. and each one kind of does it a little bit different but now you have this cross-cultural exchange between the different buildings Mm -hmm. and where you could live and which one you would be in so i i don't know if i was to guess there's 15 20 dorms i have no idea um i don't know either how many dorms there are but like um there there's a lot all the different countries kind of have one right and then the the foreigners are there studying and if you're looking for like an American in Paris, then you just like show up there 
and, mm-hmm. you know, you can get a boyfriend or something and <laughs> you're all good, right? So, you know, it just, but but that that's the housing. But that's all on, uh, what's your version of your metro? Because he was right on the... Um, yeah, it was on the tramway. Uh, yeah, right yeah. on the line. Yeah. So he could easily get down to to school. Yeah, they were. They they made it simple. So there was a train, a tramway, and like obviously buses. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So that was really good, and it was an, a nice experience there. But as far as renting, so then Tanner went from, uh, from actually living in a dorm to you know cohabitating so you guys had your own place and was it difficult to rent it with with a foreigner uh well it couldn't be on the lease because uh he was doing his phd in uh new york so basically um if he wasn't paying uh his rent they were telling me that um well they couldn't pursue him uh all Mm -hmm. the way to the u.s if he if he was doing that so I was the only one on the list, but they knew it was there and it was fine. And I just had to have a guarantor, uh, which were which was my parents. Okay. So that's kind of a, a rough overview of what it's like to rent a place and live in Paris as a student and as a French Parisian and also to have an American involved as well. So that's a very good overview. Anything else you want to mention? Um, I mean, if Tanner had a job in, in Paris, it wouldn't, wouldn't have mattered. He could have been on the list with me. Mm-hmm. And I think what's uh, important also in Paris for the renting is that um, usually uh, they update the listing really early in the morning. And if you want to find an apartment, you have to wake up early and like be on top of it like at 8 a.m. And like calling them uh, super fast because it... Like, at some point, the agents are like, we have too much people already. And so if you call at some time at 10, it's already too late. And all the nice listings are already uh, not available anymore. Wow. Yeah. All right. So it's a competitive market because people yeah. want to live there, right? Mm-hmm. And okay. then you're doing visits uh, with, like, 10 people at the same time also, which can be stressing. So <laughs> when I went to your place there in Paris, you guys were on what – you were high up in the building – yeah. What yeah. floor? Uh, so, sixth floor. Yeah, and so you just went up the elevator. It was fine, right? No, we didn't have any elevator. Ah, uh, no elevator <laughs> on the sixth floor. I mean, you just get used to it. <laughs> hmm You certainly do. hmm And you just go up all the stairs, and then eventually you get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but living there, you guys have, the grocery stores are very different than what we would have here. Um, like, you know, like cars are not really a thing there in the well, city. Yeah. Like any big cities, I guess. Um, but we were, uh, with Tanner, we were really, really in a really nice neighborhood. Um, because, um, not nice as like a term of like prices or whatever, but like really nice, uh, in terms of groceries around us. We mm-hmm. had like, uh, a cheese place right just uh, below. Uh, we had the bakery, we had a butcher, we had a veggie place, we had the supermarket, we had everything like a coffee, and we were right next to like uh, a really nice street where there's a lot of restaurants and bars. So mm-hmm. it was really lovely. So it's really nice. That's very good. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the 
chat right now, and I'm seeing Jean says, you look really nice on camera. Hey, there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. I thought I when I first read it, Gene, I, I just read the first part and I was going to tell you, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. And then I realized that you finished it off and you wrote Cecile and I was like, OK, that's 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 good. So thanks for chatting that in and participating. Thank you for joining us. Let's go ahead and hit the bell. We'll go to that's a wrap today.